Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, and uh, EVs were a subject of conversation because... Uh, well, Elon Musk has stepped down and gone crazy and all the rest of it. Uh, we've got a, a, a straw ban coming up now that we've banned the bags. It's time to ban straws. But first up, uh, New Zealand first and their New Zealand values tests can't come in unless you're like us. The um, the move by New Zealand first to um, to have immigrants to this country pass a test and uh, pass a test to before they get uh, before they get in here that they observe and agree with however you want to frame it New Zealand values. Now this is before we get to what New Zealand values are. But step one is that we don't believe in going around killing people, uh, women in particular, but people in general, because um, they have a different attitude to life than you do. But therein lies the very conflict that New Zealand First is aiming at. You don't want people in the country who don't agree with New Zealand values. This is before we get to what New Zealand values are, because I'm damned if I know. I can list my New Zealand values, but they may, may be very, very different to yours. So this is a very interesting scenario. Then we've got the, um, then we've got the um, fella from whichever university it is, uh, who is, um, who is supposed to be a... Immigration policy expert. He might be. Don't know. But he's from Massey University. They've got their own problems. Uh, Paul Spoonley, who uh, said no kind of test will reveal the values of the applicant. If someone wants to enter the country, it's easy to fudge the answers. Well, yes and yes and no. So you would have to, you would have to introduce some, some value judgments as well as the test itself. Like, for instance, I don't believe this guy. I think he's fudging answers. And then where do you go? I don't know. I can see the complications uh, that would follow. I think um, one of the most complicated parts of this value system is the alcohol thing. Because apparently people have to agree that everybody's allowed alcohol. And of course, the more you go down the track, it just gets um, tricky. For everyone involved, if there's a lot of alcohol involved, and eventually nobody can be bothered taking the test, and everybody, but everybody agrees that they've had a great time. I forgot what we were talking about, so let's uh, move on to uh, the Musk situation, the Tesla situation, EVs generally. Some people who are prepared to swipe cards, fill up at forty dollars, and put up the bells, and then fill up again, and all pay all these marketing games, uh, but the people who don't want to do that end up having to pay basically a penalty. Yep, and the electric vehicles pay nothing, so something's got to be addressed on that at some point. Mm, that guy sounds an- angry. I don't think he was the only one. Marcus, you work in a fuel station. Yes, um, I'm just not using my real name because I could lose my job saying this. Um, keep that in mind. Yep. Um, so I watch the fuel prices go up and down all the time, and the 10 cent per litre's day, you can figure out which one it is, um, they raise the fuel prices up just like a couple of days before, and then they bring it back down just after the 10 cent liter per liter day. And I watch it go up and down. So you're not actually getting 10 cents per, off, per liter off every time. You're actually getting like something like 4 cents maybe. Okay. So why? Yeah. 
I, I honestly don't know why they do it. But like, so like the other day, the fuel price was like dollar thirty something. Like I think dollar dollar thirty six. Um, they got they went up to dollar forty something now, and then tomorrow, a couple of days later, it's going to be ten cent day, and then a few days later, it's going to go back to dollar thirty something. Because I can't, I can't ask you which firm you work for, unfortunately. Because I was. But to... I'm sure everyone can figure it out. Like oh, it's... Okay, so if you're using the AA Smart Card, right, and you do, yeah. and people have been texting me saying you put forty bucks in, then you hang up the Bowser, and then you put another forty dollars in, and that way yeah. you end up with double the discount. Uh, yeah. Are you seeing that? Is this true? Is everyone doing this? Yeah, everyone's doing it. So they put like forty dollars in, they get ten cents per liter off, and then they save it, and then chuck another forty in, they get eighty cents. Oh, sorry, twenty cents um, on there. Hmm. It's great, but in the long run, you're actually paying more for fuel because the fuel prices go up, but you're saving ten cents. You know, it's like a yeah. win and a lose at the same time. So, end of the day, are we really saving any money? Wow! So it's like um, it's like these companies are just trying to make a massive profit. Outrageous. Um, not quite sure how this all fit in with the EV debate, but uh, Kate Hawksby's been watching what's been going on with Elon Musk pretty closely. I guess she's, there's another guy in her household who also watches it fairly closely. That might be why. It's rubbing off on her. There's a fine line between genius and crazy, and I'm not sure exactly when Elon Musk crossed that line, but he's well and truly into crazy territory now. And it's bitten him in the bum. He's been fined $20 million US dollars and forced to quit as Tesla chairman after he was accused of posting misleading information to Twitter about taking his company private. He claimed he'd secured funding, only needed a shareholder vote to proceed. Turns out none of that was true. The SEC said Musk's tweets had no factual basis and caused stock market chaos, hurting investors. Tesla stock jumped more than 6% after his false announcement. Then it crashed by 13% after the SEC announced it was suing him. In a settlement on these fraud charges, Musk must pay a 20 million US, so 30 million in our money, fine, which he's solely responsible for. And Tesla will have to pay a second 20 million US dollar fine as well as replace him. He can continue as CEO, but can't be chairman again for three years. Musk's history of crazy stunts and outlandish workaholic behaviour is well documented. His lack of sleep, his earboxing of analysts on that earnings call, bankruptcy jokes, attacking journalists, baiting short sellers, and possibly the most bizarre move of all, labelling a rescue diver in the Thai cave crisis as a pedo. The madness of Musk is now costing him more than just his reputation. His ego and his defiance have finally started to hit his bottom line. The personality and eccentricity of Elon, which the company surely traded on in the early days, given it drew them a lot of attention, has now pinged back in his face. But should more than just Elon shoulder the blame? How has the Tesla board never managed to rein him in? At what point were they going to get in his ear and say enough is enough. So now it's costing not just Musk, but also the company. It reminds me of another well-known man in America with trigger-happy Twitter fingers. And no, I don't mean Kanye. When you have people in positions of power who can't be boxed in, who are law unto themselves, who won't take advice, should those around them just take Twitter off them? I can't help wondering if Tesla and Trump's America, for that matter, wouldn't be better off if we had less of the crazy on display and if we just took Twitter away from them. Yeah, I tend to disagree because I feel like if they don't have somewhere where they can vent their crazy i.e. Twitter um, then it gets it turns into a negative thing energy. 
and you know the next thing that they, they maybe they turn into serial killers or arsonists or something. So it's not a really scientific theory; it's just a feeling. Uh, oh, now so we've banned plastic bags. Now we're going for the straws. Awesome. So why are you doing this? You think this will make a difference? We think it's a step in the right direction. Why is that? I think that um, that not only our business is clear, but New Zealanders are telling us that uh, the proliferation of unnecessary plastic, which is mostly single-use and mostly in consumer goods, is unacceptable. And actually, we've got to do more about it, not just as a big retail business, but as a country. So we, you know, we're just trying to do our bit. Right. And you're saying the customers have asked for this? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what we've noticed this year, um, more than we've ever noticed, and I think it's probably part of the work we've been doing around removing plastic bags, is that um, that our customers are asking us, you know, every day to do more around plastic in our business. So you know, plastic straws, single-use plastic straws, were part of our response to showing that we really are committed to doing more. Yeah, the problem here is, what about all the other products you sell uh, in your supermarkets that are plastic? Yep, that is a problem, and we're looking at everything. So, you know, bags first, straws second. We've, we've, we've removed quite a lot of plastic already this year from produce, but, you know, certainly there's plastic everywhere. We're really conscious of that. And I, I guess the point to make is we know we've got a long way to go, um, and, but we're on a journey. The issue that we have, and we won't be alone in this issue, is that we are very limited in terms of our options or alternatives to plastic. It's you know really handy to keep food fresh or to make sure we can transport it from A to B. But we don't have solutions like, for example, we don't really want to use compostable plastic because we don't have the infrastructure in New Zealand to deal with it at the end of its life. So we're really looking far and wide uh, to come up with um, better options for customers and for our environment. You know what? I'm... I'm this close to just never, ever going to Countdown ever again. I'm just sick of them telling me what I'm allowed to buy and what I'm not allowed to buy. Give me the things that I want to buy. But it is my closest supermarket, so that's annoying. So at the end of the day, I am fundamentally lazy, so I'm probably still whipping there for the... You know, had, had to get the immunity busters on the way home yesterday because somebody with a sore throat at home. And it was the closest, so I went in there. What's that container made out of? Plastic top, metal container. Bugger. I am Glenn ZB. There goes the environment again. That was, that's been News Talk ZB. See you back here again. We will destroy the environment as hard as we can tomorrow.